This is the, the beauty of the midwit meme is the, the genius and the idiot come to the same conclusion. So what is the idiot approach? Like, yes. <laughs> like that's yeah. actually how you can do yes. Divine the genius approach is you're like, what would an idiot do? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can reach for the idiot approach. Yeah. Everyone and has then, the intellectual capacity to reach for the yeah. idiot approach. If I didn't know anything. <laughs> this is Michael Seibel with Dalton Caldwell. Today we're going to talk about how overthinking is sometimes a founder's biggest mistake. So Dalton, this video was triggered by this amazing meme that you made on fundraising advice. <laughs> but before we get to the meme, because I think it's like one of the best memes I've ever I've ever seen for fundraising wow. advice. For fundraising. Let's start in general. Let, let's start in general. Um, how, how can overthinking be bad? And, and when can overthinking be bad? Yeah, I mean, I think that what people think being a founder is, is what they saw in like watching the Facebook movie or or popular television where you know, you're like coding a lot and, you know, you're making deals and screwing over your friends. Um, just kidding. Um, but, but in reality, it's a lot of feeling lost and being not sure what to do and feeling stressed out a lot. And you're worried all the time. And so you tend to overthink everything. And every decision, you kind of think in circles over and over and over again because you don't have a boss. You don't have constraints when you're a startup founder, right? There's no one really telling you what to do. So you're on your own. And so when you, the experience of being a startup founder, it's to always be overthinking everything. In this way, there's a bit of an advantage to being young, right? Yeah. Like you and I experienced this ourselves as founders where we were young when we first started. And this is the beauty of not knowing anything. <laughs> the beauty of not knowing anything is that you think everything is easy and none of the innumerable reasons why something might be hard or your startup might fail even occurs to you. You're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm 22. Like everything's easy. I can figure this out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, this, this is like the, the midwit meme, right? Where if you don't know anything, your approach looks a lot like the approach of people that are really good founders. Yes. And the yeah. worst place to be is that you know just enough to know why the things you're trying are hard and the odds are stacked against you. And that freaks you out. Yes. <laughs> and so you think about it a lot, right? Yes. So Dalton, one of the most perfect examples of this is actually Elon Musk. And why I think it's so perfect is that depending on how you tell the story, Elon looks like the dummy <laughs> or the idiot, right? Like, I'm sorry, the dummy or the genius, right? Depending on how you tell the story. and. It almost doesn't matter, right? Because he's winning. But, you know, to me, the first example that I always loved is that, you know, I read some book about the starting of SpaceX. And it started with Elon going to Russia trying to buy, like, rockets. And, like, the Russian government being like, there's this American billionaire guy who wants to buy rockets and kind of not believing it. But Elon just looking really serious. So they like considered it and like they eventually said no. But like he got to talk to people about buying rockets from them. <laughs> He's just a dude with money. Like, he was like, go to Russia, buy rockets. Like that's the, yeah. those are the extremes. Is that genius or stupid? I can't tell. I can't tell. And and like with Tesla itself, like to me, the midwit is, is electric cars are good. That's the extreme. Electric cars is good or on both in the middle. It's like. No one has successfully done a startup car company since no. the 50s. And every, you know, if you look at all prior attempts to build an electric car, like there's all these yes. words. And the infrastructure like, you need. Electric cars good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
And I think the the one that we find most funny, which we'll see, this video we'll see if we stand the test of time, is is the boring company, right? Drilling holes under the ground so that you can drive places faster is very clearly the idiot one, but like it could be the genius one too. Yeah, right? it's, it's exact. It's a beginner's mind idea, which is like traffic is bad. What if we dug a hole under the ground to get to downtown Las Vegas? And what's yeah. funny is you read all the critiques of this, like the Midwest stuff's like, whoa, bus systems already exist. And it's be much more efficient to optimize uh, transportation. You know, there's lots of words in the middle of that. But, <laughs> you know, drill tunnel to avoid traffic yeah. is certainly at the extremes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and you kind of see him approach all of his problems this way, where you can imagine it being the same sort of ideas that we, like, Mars is cool. Like, yeah, Mars is cool. Like, this is yeah. the kind of stuff we come up with as teenagers. Like, a yes. lot of his ideas. Yes. And the the hard work is in the implementation, but the idea isn't very complicated. And, like, the V1 is kind of simple-minded. And if he was an overthinker, he would do he would rule all the stuff out. All the stuff is, like, obviously a bad idea, and anyone in the Midway territory would rule out all these ideas. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. And they still do. <laughs> they still do it's you know it's the tesla short seller right <laughs> let's go through some examples of of the midwit meme and you have to start with the meme that you made for yc founders so just to provide context we're in the part of the batch where yc founders start getting nervous about fundraising and whenever a founder gets nervous they start overthinking and whenever they start overthinking they assault us with office hours on topics and Dalton created this meme so that we could fight back. <laughs> what does the meme say? <laughs> yeah, what, the meme is simple. It's the the naive founder is like, oh, I'm going to raise the amount of money I need to succeed. I need I need to, here's the amount of money I need to raise for my Series A. I ran a model and it's you know eight hundred thousand dollars, so that's what I'm going to raise. That is the like naive approach. Um, the really smart three 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 time founder someone that's done this before is like i need to raise eight hundred thousand dollars so i'm going to do it <laughs> and then the midwit is the one who wants to ask 15 questions and try to construct the perfect round and be afraid that some they may not have enough allocation for value-add investors and they want to not have a signaling risk they talk a lot about signaling risk and there's like all these factors where I'll be talking to someone and we'll be like 15 levels deep in a hypothetical <laughs> yeah. for an offer that they don't have. Yeah. Right? And that's yes. that's the midway, man, is that's that like midway. you're screwing yourself by overthinking all this stuff. Instead of just being like, hey, I need X dollars. I'm going to raise it and I'm going to get back to work. This comes up a lot with MVPs. One of the questions that I love getting from a founder is before um, we launched our MVP, how do we know we're going to be able to survive the onslaught of traffic and users that will come <laughs> on our launch day? <laughs> what, what, what's what's midwit? What's the midwit play? What's the midwit meme for for your MVP? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the 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 two extremes of the midwit meme are launch something fast, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> build something fast and put it out, and the midwit one is like, well. I don't want to get a bad reputation that my thing was buggy and we only have one shot to launch and, you know, yeah. like you and come well, up what with... about the press? We got to do a press launch. It doesn't have to be an event. Yeah. I, I don't want people to see my idea and copy it. So it's got to be perfect. Yes. That's one. And then do we do, do we do like 
a TechCrunch post or is it better to try to get the New York Times or like what about Hacker News? Yeah. We need to get all three. So how do we coordinate them together? <laughs> we want to we want to be featured in the New York Times. And so how do we optimize for that? Yeah. Or, oh, what should we name the company? How about, oh, yes. I don't. <laughs> yes. We have to rebrand because there's a name that's kind of similar to ours. We don't want people to be confused. How about co-founders? I hear this a lot. Like I... I am a business person and I'm good at sales. I need to find a marketing co-founder and an engineer, like a CTO who's already managed 50 people because we're going to grow fast. Like, how, how, how does co-founders, yeah, how do you it, see it's this like, thing go? Yeah, Dalton, um, I'm open to the idea of a co-founder. I just <laughs> haven't found the right person. And what I really am looking for is someone with at least five to seven years of experience at Google <laughs> who made it to at least a level seven. And so, you know, I'm look, I, I haven't found the right person yet, but we're looking for it. Yes. When we find them, um, I'm, I'm totally open to bringing out a co-founder <laughs> when I find that one. But first we're going to raise money and then I think that'll attract a better co-founder. Yeah. Yeah. So again, the, yes. the point we're kind of making is not that any one of these ideas is the one people say. It's that it's thinking in circles and having a thousand different reasons Yes. That it's the, the person that should be your co-founder is no one that you currently know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, and then, and let's talk about the other sides of the equation, right? The, the, on the dumb side, the founder's like, it's fun to work with my friends. So I'm just going to start with <laughs> exactly. <with> my friend. <laughs> right? On the smart side, yeah, the Justin guy's Khan like, likes to put a camera on his head. You know, yeah, you're let's like, let's go. Let's this go. is our guy. <laughs> yeah. Like we were drinking you, buddies. Why did like, they pick you as your, as their co-founder? Wasn't it like, well, because I, I helped them find an apartment and open there up a bank account. Boom. This guy <laughs> this guy helped us find an apartment. All right. He's the co-founder of Twitch. Done. There you go. Done. <laughs> and then like the super smart experienced founders like, oh, having a co-founder is viable for emotional support. And I know this is going to be tricky. And like, like they have all the like sophisticated reasons. Same answer. Same answer. I love that. Okay. Next. This is a classic one, especially because you have to deal with so many admissions questions. Applying to YC, Dalton. What is what is the what is the Jedi founder move and to apply to YC versus yeah. the midwit founder? Yeah, the the extremes of this and the midwit meme are. I filled out my application and submitted it, like <laughs> like I applied, yes, and done. the midwit founder is like, gee, I don't know if now is the right time to apply. I don't know if we're ready. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm going to write a draft of my application and send it to 15 people and I'm going to get yes. feedback on my application and I'm going to like, you know, oh, I need an introduction to alumni and I need to talk to alumni and I need recommendations. I need recommendations. Yeah, yeah, I need uh, recommendations uh, from strangers that don't uh, yeah. know me. <laughs> I, I'm going to do a lot of research. Like you see, you talk to people that like put months of effort into their application to YC strategy. Yes not correlated with success. And then you talk to people and they're like, oh yeah, I just like filled it out in 30 minutes and Submitted. got in. Yeah. <laughs> and I spent all that other time working on my company. Yeah, right. <laughs> and to be clear, we're not saying do a bad job on your application. We're just saying trying to tweak out on this is like yes. something that you can spend tons and tons and tons of time on. I'm not sure that's a great allocation of resources. No, you didn't. Need, and I think that's like maybe the essential point here is that like we want you to spend time on the important stuff for your startup. Like we're trying to get you to avoid spending time on the things that won't help you. 
<laughs> That's Amen. the idea. That's the idea. All right. Next, and, and here's, here's kind of a classic one, is product market fit. Dalton, do I have product market fit? And how? what's the midwit approach to product Yeah, the, the midwit approach for this one is to be not sure if you have it and create 15 different metrics and like a complicated series of thoughts that maybe you have it or you have early product market fit yes. versus the extremes early, on this meme. Early, early product, product market fit. <laughs> we have signed. Everyone's got early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the extremes of this are like, am I overwhelmed with demand? Like, you know it when yes. you see it. Like, you don't have yes. to think very hard when you have yes. it. It sort of like hits you over the head when you have product market fit. Dalton, I think the extremes in the meme is like, did I sleep last night? <laughs> it's like, I didn't sleep or last night. Do Something I have time to well. wonder if I have product market fit? That's yes, if, yes. If you have time to wonder about it, if you're like, gee, do I have product market fit? Let me, let's pontificate on this. That probably yes. means you don't. Yes, let's do some, let's make some reports. So, <laughs> so we talk about all the situations where maybe overthinking is not a good idea. But you also describe, you know, there are certain situations, you call them trapdoor decisions, when maybe you want to think a little bit harder than, than before making a move. So what are some examples of those? Yeah, so um, legal issues. <laughs> Don't yeah. break any law. Like saying you didn't know there was a law is not a great legal defense. Um, yeah. Regulatory issues, similarly. Oh, I didn't know that I couldn't launder this money, um, probably <laughs> not great. You may want to overthink that and look into it. Yeah. Um, things that affect people's health and well-being. Yeah, yeah, you should overthink that. You should really spend the time yep. worrying about people, right, man? Like, <laughs> Let's not be fast and loose if we're building an online pharmacy. Let's let's yeah. measure twice, cut once. Totally. And, and I think that um, what really good founders do is they are very good at figuring out are they – dealing with something like that or are they not because even within legal right there's certain things that are like oh this is like whatever and there's certain things that are like really bad so like michael really... should, should i file patents for all of my ip exactly absolutely a classic not. overthinking absolutely and we not probably not so i think that like the framework here is really twofold one don't overthink when you don't have to and then two um, remember that like most of the work, most of the work is not in these overthinking games. Like most of the work are not in these over-optimizing games. Yeah, most it's action. Work, yeah. Taking yeah. action and not thinking, right? Yes, yes. It's launching. It's getting the first customer. It's selling. It's like it's doing these things yourself. And that's counterintuitive because I think that founders understand that startups are really hard. So they assume you need complex strategies to succeed. And it's like, oh, that's a hard thing. Right? It, it, it makes sense when I say it, right? This is hard. We would need a complex strategy, right? How do you respond to that? It's like, what actual kind of strategy do you need? I think if you haven't seen really successful startup companies, either personally, like where you were the founder of one, or you know people and you saw them go through it, it's hard to believe how silly these things are when they start. Yeah. Like, I think unless you've literally witnessed it personally and you've seen the silly shit that goes on and like how, what it really takes to get big, 
your brain rejects the idea yeah. that that's yes. actually how these companies got built. You're like, nope, not true. It had to be like lots of strategy meetings and whiteboarding, you know, flow charts yes. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, um, Gartner magic quadrants of like, like, like I think you really, your brain won't allow you to see that. Actually, here's a nice way to say it is, you know, the term beginner's mind. Mm. You want to have a beginner's mind. Yes. That's what the midwit meme is. And a beginner's mind is like, I guess I'm going to build a product and I'm going to give it to people. I guess I'm going to deliver burritos, you know, like (laughs) that's, that's a beginner's mind approach. Yeah. That's the game. And so you might find yourself after watching this video, asking yourself, what do I need to unlearn? Yeah. How can I have a beginner's mind? Because again, this is, this is the, the beauty of the midwit meme is the, the genius and the idiot come to the same conclusion. So what is the idiot approach? Like, yes. <laughs> like that's yes. actually how you can de- yes. divine the genius approach is you're like, what would an idiot do? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can reach for the idiot approach. Yeah. Everyone and has then, the intellectual capacity to reach for the yeah. idiot approach. If I didn't know anything. <laughs> so with all that being said, um, have fun and don't overthink it too much. Don't overthink it too much and make sure that you have a little bit of something in your head that's asking yourself, is this the thing that's really important? If not, I can move on. If not, I can move on. All right. Thanks a bunch, Alton. Thanks. Thanks.